What is a PE ratio and why is it important for investing? Now this is some this is some 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 more advanced stuff. Uh, for the ones who don't want anything advanced, you can just skip this episode. But let, let's let's get into it. So a PE ratio is the price to earnings ratio, or basically what investors are currently willing to pay uh, for um, for a share of earnings, right? And what are earnings? Earnings are basically like after you factor in all the expenses of running the company. So, so right, you got revenue, you got the expenses, you got taxes, and you got the money that's left. Uh, that's earnings. Earnings can be paid out as dividends. They can be reinvested back into the company. They can pay down some debt. They can you can do buy buybacks or buyback shares from others. Right, a lot of things you can do with it. Um, but the earnings are what's left. And so, for example, if you have a company worth a hundred dollars a share, and uh, but they're but and they're paying twenty dollars um, per share of earnings, right? You can you can um, you know their PE ratio um, their PE ratio is going to be uh, you know a hundred divided by twenty, right? Price to earnings, so hundred divided by twenty, um, that is five, right? PE of five, right? If if it's ten dollars, you know earnings per share, and it's a hundred dollars, that's a PE ratio of 10, right? And so that the 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 higher the PE ratio, um, the more optimistic investors are about the stock. The lower, the less optimistic, right? So for example, if you were to stop right now, pull up Google, look up Netflix PE ratio, you would see it's some astronomical number. I don't I forget what it is, but it's over a hundred. Right, versus compare that to Disney. And then you'll see that it's 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 lower, right? Significantly, and and so PE ratio lets you know, hey, these are if investors are willing to pay more uh, per earnings, you know, earnings per share, they're more optimistic um, about the future, right? More optimistic meaning that they think the company will uh, grow faster, um, and and because it'll grow faster, even though they pay more for the earnings. Um, for, for that company, it'll make up for it by them, you know, potentially making more money. And and the same is true with the lower. When when it's lower, they're thinking, oh, the company's going to slow down in growth. Um, they're going to have some trouble. And so there's more risk. And so I'm not willing to pay uh, as much. Think about it in the terms of housing, right? In rougher neighborhoods, people pay less per square feet than neighborhoods that everybody's moving to where there's a bunch of money and great school, school district and it's safe. They're willing to pay more per square feet, right? Similar, similar concept, right? And and so where you where you're able to um, make some money over and above the average, you know, just buying a you know mutual fund that tracks the average stock price, or you know, you buy an index like S and P five hundred or the ACWI that just gets you the market average, right? If you could if you could um, buy um, stocks that are relatively cheap, that end up um, 
you know, getting revalued later and growing better than expectations, you know, that's where you end up uh, increasing uh, your return over time. That's, that's where you hear value investing, like the Warren Buffett, John Templeton, Seth Klarman, Joe Greenblatt, all the private equity people, people who invest in real estate, like a lot of good investors are saying, hey, you know, for the most part, the market is efficient or are pricing things appropriately. But if you're if you're long term and you understand cycles and that things go in favor and out of favor, in favor and out of favor, and you pay attention to PE ratios and then you understand what impacts them, right? Because what impacts the PE ratio of a biotech company is different than what impacts the PE ratio of an energy company, right? So you have to understand the company and the industry and the market environment around it to make sure that you are um, you have an edge, right? And 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 the edge. By the way, a lot of people think that you have to be smarter than everybody to um, get an edge in investing. No, the, the edge comes from the fact that most people are short-term. Most people are trying to only make money in the market today or tomorrow, in, in a day or week, a month or a year. Right? If you say, you know what, I have a five to seven year time frame. So if I invest money, I'm investing with a five to seven year time frame. They get you a big advantage because then all you got to do is just make sure you understand the industry and the math is 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 being over under exaggerated and you can do pretty well let me give you a specific example um <clears throat> then this is just a, a famous one right facebook uh, and by the way full disclosure this is a company that i own uh, for myself and my clients i'm not recommending as a company that you buy i'm just using it as an example but facebook was getting bashed all of 2018 like just bashed you know but i'm in it like i'm i'm you know young guy millennial on social media platforms, I own a business, I advertise, right? And, and Facebook's best value is the fact that it's the best advertising platform right now on the planet. And none of the, they're still attracting people who are building social media agencies on their platform. Um, there isn't nearly enough um, spending on it yet for the new age that we live in. There's still a lot of folks on there. And so you, so I understand that aspect of the industry where it's positioned. Um, and then, I, and then I looked at the math looked at the numbers and I was like, well, man, it's selling cheap relative to even a conservative growth rate, right? If you look at a conservative growth rate of what Facebook could grow at over the next 10 years, right? It's selling cheap um, relative to that. Um, and so, you know, I gobbled it up, right? Um, and that's an example of understanding the context of the company, the industry, the environment, and, and buying when you feel the PE ratio is cheap. Now, by the way, I can go be completely wrong, which is why you don't ever want to put all your eggs in one basket, right? You want to be diversified and you want to make, if you're making those individual bets on companies or even, you can, you can make industry bets using ETFs, exchange traded funds, but you want to make multiple ones so that net, net, you know, if, if, if some of them are wrong, the ones that are right pay for the ones that are wrong because um, nobody's perfect. Nobody knows everything. And even the great Warren Buffett uh, makes mistakes. Um, uh, and, and another thing, if you aren't willing to do the level of detail of looking at the income statement, the balance sheet, the cash flow statement, reading up on the industry, understanding the industry, um, then just stay diversified, right? Because the market, you know, as a whole has delivered, you know, over the last 50 plus years, something like a 10% or year return on stocks, which is a phenomenal return. You can compound and put money in that over a long period of time and get wealthy over time. So you don't have to uh, get into all this, but if you do, you got to put in the work. Don't, you know, don't, don't half-ass it. Like 
get in there and 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 do the research if you're going to do it. And by the way, you don't have to be an expert at multiple industries. I stay away from biotech. I stay away from making individual bets on healthcare. I, I do own them, but I own them in a diversified um, um, basket of stocks through ETFs, exchange traded funds. But individual stocks that I buy, I stay, I stay away from those for the most part because I don't understand those industries. There's no way for me to handicap um, what the PE ratio is now versus uh, where it should be. I stay in a narrow niche of companies and they're companies that I'm interested in, that I like to read about, because um, the math is the easiest part. Staying on top of industry trends, um, staying on top of uh, the news's perception versus truth, right? Which is super hard because there's a lot of fake news out there to sell to sell um, headlines and advertisements, even in the financial industry, right? So you gotta be willing to get to that level of detail um, if you're gonna do it. Um, that's that's why PE ratios are important. They they give you an idea of uh, whether people are being um, uh, too fearful or too greedy of a stock. And it's why you always hear me and other people talk about, you know, buy when others are fearful and sell when others are greedy. Um, and that comes down to you understanding um, when the PE ratios are too overly optimistic and too pessimistic. And both of them present opportunities um, to make some money. Uh, for those of you who have not bought my book on Amazon, Retirement Investing 101, when you search it, Retirement Investing 101, you got to add my name, Philip Washington Jr. But if, if, well, let me preface it with, if you've gotten any value from my podcast and you feel like I've helped you increase your knowledge in, in any way, um, go to Amazon, buy a copy of my book buy multiple copies, give some to your friends. I'm just honestly wanting to sell some more books straight up. Um, and I'm asking for help. Um, so go to Amazon, Retirement Investing 101, Philip Washington Jr. Uh, buy, buy some copies of some books. If you do it, take a picture, you know, take a picture of the order um, or take a picture of the book. You know, you can tweet it at me, message me on Instagram, tag me on your Instagram after you bought it. Uh, I'm Ask Philip on Instagram. I'm Ask underscore Philip on Twitter. Um, but let me know uh, you are showing some love. I, I I just appreciate it. And even if you don't, you don't want to buy a book, uh, you know, you don't have money for whatever reason, I actually have it free, a free PDF copy on my website, on my company's website. If you go to stonehillwealthmanagement.com, uh, I have a free PDF copy of my book. And I've intentionally given it away because I just want people to have the knowledge um, but that's why I'm also doing a concerted effort to say, hey, if you want to show some love for real and you just want to show love, you can also buy a copy on Amazon. I need to increase my Amazon rankings, too. Uh, so I need more people to buy some more books. This is not meant to be for education, uh, for information. This is not meant to be investment advice. Uh, this is for educational and informational purposes only. I'm not recommending you buy or sell any securities. Um, past performance is no, in fut no indicator of future success. You need to seek a professional before making these decisions. Investing involves risk. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm. Um, Y'all enjoy your day. <laughs>